Oh, amen. And amen. And may the ancient words impart as we look into God's word again today in our sermon series, Wisdom for the Battle. We have been digging out Bible nuggets of godly wisdom that will help us as we move forward through the year 2021 and beyond. And if you have missed any of these messages from the previous weeks, you're able to find them on Spring Life's Facebook page. And as we begin, I'd like us to review our pouch that is filling up with nuggets of godly wisdom such as our loving, faithful God of peace. He is committed to making us blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24. And that is the purpose of the storms that we encounter in life. Even though our loving, faithful God of peace does not create the storms that we face, yet He does allow, He does allow them. Because through them, not only can He save us, but He can also make us holy. You see, we learned that even before we say yes to Jesus, He created us with the ability to see Him and to know that He exists from what He has created. Romans 1, verse 20. And because all of humanity is created in God's image, we, like God, have the right to choose to say yes to Him. Or to say no to him. And to those that see Jesus and choose Jesus, before we can ever dream of doing anything that might be considered good or upright in his sight, God extends that person what's called initial holiness. And we become his children covered by the blood of Jesus, which makes us righteous and holy and redeemed. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. And with God Himself being righteous and holy, and in Jesus paying such a high price to redeem His children, last week we began to learn how in Christ we can rise above just continuing on in our sin and in ourself, to rise up and to be all that we can be. We learned that ultimately how in Christ, the child of God can share in Christ's glory as an heir of God and a co-heir with Christ. And here today, and in the kingdom of God Almighty. By setting our minds not on earthly things. Earthly things that are here today and gone tomorrow. But to set our minds on 
Holy Spirit's desire. Because Holy Spirit has enabled His children to be holy. Because in Christ there is not... there not <laughs> That is, in Christ there is therefore now no condemnation. This is how we begin in Christ to be all that we can be. But how many of you know that being all that we can be today does not mean that we'll be all that we can be tomorrow and beyond. That's exactly what Solomon was communicating here in our passage. Therefore, the title for our message today is to remain attentive. And if you would like to read along in our passage today, we are in the book of Proverbs. We'll be reading in Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, my daughter, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and they are health to one's whole body. Father, we thank you for your word and that in your word we are able to discover the way and the truth and the life. Christ himself, which leads us and gives us access to our almighty God. Father, we pray that you will speak your word deep into our hearts. Lord, that we would live rightly with you because your word changes us as we believe it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. To remain attentive, which is what Solomon was trying to communicate here. So what are we to remain attentive to? Well, the first thing that we see in our passage in verse 20 is that we remain attentive to the voice of God. Remain attentive to the voice of God. It's kind of like when we hear that sound of the emergency broadcast system. You know what I mean. When we hear that sound come across the airwaves, uh, the hair stands up on our arms and on the backs of our neck. We pay attention to hear what will be said, listening closely, especially when we hear that it's not a test. Because, you know, 99.8% of the time when we hear that sound, we hear... This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. If this were an actual test, we would tell you what you need to do. Right? We tune into the sound when we hear it, 
but especially we tune in when we don't hear. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Because there is an actual emergency. Solomon was communicating here in this section of, of Scripture, and, and yet next week as we look at verses 23 through 27 as well, there's an actual emergency. How many of us consider when we are reading and when we are hearing God's Word, it is the very Word of God. It is inspired of God. It is His words to His people, all that will hear, all that will listen, all that will pay attention to what He is saying and to follow His words. Everything we read inside the Bible is given from the mouth of our loving, faithful God of peace. Just like 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All Scripture, all of the Bible, is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the man of God, so that the woman of God, so that the child of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You see, the voice of God gives us direction to guide us along safely through this darkened and dangerous world. Therefore, we are called to remain attentive to the voice of God. And after remaining attentive to the voice of God, we second now see that we are to remain attentive and to remember what God says. It hasn't been that long ago, even though this year has been very disappointing for the Michigan State basketball team, it hasn't been that long ago that Michigan State was playing in the Elite Eight against the Duke Blue Devils and Zion Williamson. The, the game was back and forth throughout, and it came down to the end, and Tom Izzo called a timeout with under a minute to go. And he drew up a play, and he talked around and explained the things that might happen, and he had designed the play for a specific person to come open and shoot the ball, and that person was not Kenny Goins. He was in the midst of a shooting slump. He had trouble even hitting the rim, let alone hitting the bottom of the bucket. And yet, Kenny Goins was a senior, and Tom Izzo knew that in just such a moment as this, that a senior would rise up. And so even though the play was designed for a different person to take the final shot after they broke the huddle, he looked Kenny Goins in the eye and he said, Kenny, if you're open, shoot it. And the play rolled around. And 
Sure enough, just to the left of the top of the key, a three-pointer. Kenny Goins was open. And just over the reach of Zion Williamson, Kenny Goins lifted up and shot the ball through the hoop. And Michigan State went on to win the game and go to the Final Four. You see, Kenny Goins, in the midst of a shooting slump, he remembered what Coach Izzo said, and he did what he said. As we've learned early on in our series, our loving, faithful God of peace is a promise maker and a promise keeper. And if we continue to believe that the voice of God is the voice of truth, that the voice of God is the voice of truth, then we have, as Psalm 23 says, we have nothing to fear, for the Lord is with me. His rod and His staff, they, they bring comfort to me. What if we lived our lives? What if we lived our lives paying careful attention to the voice of God? What if we remembered that because of the blood of Jesus that covers all unrighteousness... The blood of Jesus says, child of God, you are righteous, you are holy, and you are redeemed. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. You are not who the devil says you are. You are not who all of those negative thoughts in your mind say you are. You are not who the world says you are. No! What if we remember how the enemy has embarrassed us in the past because we've believed his lies? What if we decided never again and rather we decided to remain attentive and remember promises of God such as Romans 8.28 and we know that in all things, all things both good and bad, and we know that in all things... God works together for the good of those who love Him. Oh, that's why I pray every day, Lord, help me love You more. Help me love You more. Oh, because I do love Him. And I pray that You love Him. Because we know that in all things, God works together for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to to His purpose. What if we decided to remain attentive to this? What if we decided to remain attentive and to remember Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? It says to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, not just the parts of our heart that we're comfortable with, not just the parts of our lives that we're comfortable with, but in all of our ways, we trust in the Lord with all of our heart. And we lean not on our own understanding of the situations, but we remain attentive to, in all ways, we submit to Him. All of our ways, we submit to Him. The promise that says, He will make your path 
straight. You see, if we are ever to be all that we can be, we must remain attentive to remembering what God says. What God says. And finally, after remaining attentive to the voice of God and remembering what God says, so if we are ever to be all that we can be, we must follow God's instruction. We must follow God's instruction. It's kind of like that GPS system that you may have in your car or on your phone or going to a place that you've never been before. You begin to get close and you punch the address in and, and it tells you, turn right, turn left, veer to the right, veer to the left, continue on for two more miles. But yet, that doesn't make sense. Why are we going that way when we could go this more direct way or we could take a shortcut and go cross country you ever have that happen with your gps i know i have and i bet you have too you see the directions are given and we decide which way we're going to go we decide to choose which way we are going to go the way that seems right to us or the way that the GPS says to go. You know, in many ways, God's instruction is like a GPS, a GPS uh, system. But there's one exception. God's instruction is never wrong. It's never wrong. Sometimes when you're following the GPS, you end up and you have no idea where you ended up because it's not the place that you wanted to go to. But God's instruction, even though sometimes in following God's instruction, things don't look right when we follow God's instruction, we can always know that he's working even this situation that we don't understand. He's working it for our good because he loves us. You see, our promise-making, promise-keeping God, He makes it His habit to steer us in the right direction. Always in the right direction, even though it doesn't seem like it's the right section. When we are following God's instruction, it is the right direction. Because He is our loving, faithful God of peace. <clears throat> but you know, just as with our relationship, GPS, we, like Adam and Eve, we have the right to choose the way that seems best to us. We do that. But that is exactly where and when and how we are to discover and to choose God's straight and narrow and solid path. Because in following that path, it leads us to living in victory by overcoming the world. 
1 John chapter 5, verse 5. You see, in order to live in this victory by overcoming the world, we must believe. We must believe that Jesus was actually God. That He was God in flesh. And that He is our Creator and our Sustainer of all life. And that by believing in Him, then we have no problem following His instruction. Does that make sense? If we really believe that Jesus really was who He says He was, then we have no problem following His instruction. You see, believing in Him leads us to live in this life a life of victory by overcoming the world. You see, that's why we follow God's instruction. We have just three weeks until we'll be in church We'll be celebrating and worshiping our risen and resurrected Lord on Easter Sunday morning. And this year, it just so happens that Easter falls on the first Sunday of April. And with the first Sunday in April comes the first Saturday in April. And the first Saturday in April officially begins tornado season in the state of Michigan, probably in lots of other places as well. But that's why the first Saturday of April, the emergency sirens all across Michigan will go off at noon, right? They're testing to make sure the system works in the event that it is an actual emergency. But of equal importance, that siren goes off. It reminds us that we're in April now. That we are re-entering tornado season. And to think about and to get prepared again this year. To prepare our minds for action, if you will. For the event that it is an actual tornado emergency. You see, that's exactly why Solomon was sounding the alarm in our passage today. Solomon was reminding us very clearly that God's people cannot allow ourselves to be lulled to sleep by a false sense of safety. For there is danger lurking all around us all the time. But as the Bible tells us, God's children are not as sheep being led to the slaughter because God has not left us alone. You see, both His presence and His instruction are with us. And that's why we are called to remember what God says. For it is only when we hear the voice of God and remain attentive to the voice of God, 
that we are able to discover and to be all that we can be. This is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, this is why the Lord is calling His children to remain attentive. Let's pray. Father, thank You so much for Your Word. Lord, thank You for helping us again today to look and to see that in Your Word we are able to discover and to receive Your light and Your life for our lives. We are able to see and embrace and follow Your direction which leads us down the straight and the narrow path which leads to life everlasting. Oh Lord, I pray for each one of us regardless of where we are on this, whether you are listening and you have yet to cross over from unbelief to belief. Dear God, I pray for you today. I pray. I pray that you would hear the voice of God calling you. Pray that you would hear the voice of God saying, I love you so much. Would you come to me? And I pray today that you would say, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I come to you and receive you. Save me. And for those that have crossed over but yet continue to struggle with hearing and following God's instruction, those stumbling blocks, those places of unbelief that we have in our lives. Lord, I pray for each one of us that we would have the courage to believe that all of the Word in all of the Bible is God-breathed and that You have given it to us to lead us along into the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Father, I pray that we would rise up and follow. Father, we thank you for your gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love character that you have for us. Oh, Lord God, I pray, give us eyes to see you and ears to hear your voice calling in a, in a heart that is courageous to follow your instruction all the days of our life, that we would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord, and we worship you and ask all of these things in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen.